I'm consistently consistent. So should we start? Yes, then you should start. Yes, I think it's my turn to start anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Inconsistently Consistent, the podcast where we talk about who has to start the podcast. My name's Rachel. <laughs> and my name's Melanie. And this is a conversation that happens every week. <laughs> but alas, here we are. Alas. Alas, <laughs> I have I have a kind of a funny story for you. Okay. And this is just kind of, this tells the listeners who, the type of person that I am. So I went to my gym the other night mm-hmm. and I walked into like uh, the lobby. So there's a lobby there and there's a kiosk that if you sign up, you can like do your registration there and get your card so you can swipe and go in. Okay. Um, when I went in, there was a girl there and she was trying to swipe her QR code to get her card and she was struggling with it. So I just kind of was there and I was like, you might have to, you know, switch your phone out of dark mode and put it in the light mode because the thing doesn't pick it up because I keep my phone in dark mode all the time because I prefer the darkness over the lightness. It's easier on my eyes <laughs> and it looks prettier in my opinion, like dark mode mm-hmm. on my iPhone. It looks prettier than the light mode, but that's just, you know, mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh, I never would have thought of that. So then we got to talking and she was like, Oh, do you come here often? I was like, yeah, I try to come, you know, fairly frequently. And I asked, I was like, Oh, do you try to come here? She's like, Oh, I just moved here two weeks ago. And I was like, Oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, you know, maybe we could go to the gym together sometime. I'm like, yeah, that'd be nice. I don't really have any gym friends really. And she's like, yeah, I don't really know anybody where I just moved here. And I was like, okay. So we decided to- Oh my God, you're such an extrovert. I know. (laughs) It makes me, oh, (laughs) the introvert in me is just cringing, Rachel. (laughs) Oh, socialization. Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> but we exchanged number and she started to read off her number and she goes 709 and I stopped and I went, are you from Newfoundland? And she goes, yeah, how did you know? And I was like, I'm from Newfoundland too. So she was like, how do you know I was from Newfoundland when we went to the gym? I was like, oh, cause your number started with 709. <laughs> That's area <laughs> code. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, I thought it was my accent. I was like, you don't have an accent, dear. <laughs> so also funny fact her birthday is the day after mine oh yeah Rachel (laughs) the amount of information you find out about someone when you're socializing how did you get this much information out of someone it's just who I am we were talking we went to the gym we were doing our cardio and we were just talking and asking like what do you do for fun? What brought you to Nova Scotia from Newfoundland? She moved up here for work, which is like me from six years ago. I moved up here for work. And we were talking how old we are. And I said, yeah, I'll be 29 in the fall. And she said, when's your birthday? I said, October 3rd. And she looked at me and was like, mine's October 4th. And I was like, you're joking. This was meant to be. Oh my God, though, Rachel. (laughs) I bought gym equipment for my house so I don't have to leave my house. (laughs) 
like oh my god the socialization rachel Rachel. i did did make friends with a monster in a haunted corn maze so you know (laughs) (laughs) i don't think did i tell you that story no tell me this story (laughs) so we went to there's a place up here that does like haunted corn mazes haunted houses and stuff it's a lot of fun and the maze we were in we were walking through and there was a guy standing around like a shack and he's standing there and he goes how's it going and i turn around i was like oh not bad how's it going with you and he's like oh you know this is it i'm like yeah have fun scaring people it's like yeah pretty much all right you guys have a good night what was his costume ah uh, he was kind of dressed like a michael myers type character Okay. And Victoria... So, like, could you tell if he was, like, maintenance? Or was, like, he supposed to scare people? I think he was supposed to scare people, but, like... Because, like, Michael Myers-type outfit is, like... It could be, like, are you a maintenance man? Or are you trying to scare people? I think he was... I think he was trying to scare people, but I think what happened is we saw him before he he could scare us. Um, but, but yeah, you know weird. what I mean, though, because I mean, yeah. like with a knife in his hand, he's going to kill you with yeah. a wrench. He's going to fix your pipes. He could still kill you with the wrench. Yeah, but like more likely he's just going to do some work. Right. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's going to do some work on your pipes. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I had a hard week. <laughs> I had a really hard week. <laughs> Even the talk. Even, like, you telling stories of socialization is draining for me right now. Okay. Well, I will stop telling you about how I make (laughs) friends in random places, and we will get on to what this episode is actually about. Yeah, Rachel, tell the people what this episode is actually about. So, today's episode, as we've been saying through the whole month of May, if you haven't been listening, that's a you problem. It is our movie watch, and we watched Doctor Strange. Not the new one, but the one that came out in 2016. (laughs) Yes, and I had not seen it before. Rachel, you've seen it. I've seen it multiple times, and I rewatched it on Saturday. I rewatched rewatched it, yeah, yeah. I watched it for the very first time yesterday. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I picked the movie, obviously, because I was the one who suggested it and I've seen it multiple times and I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie, like I said, it came out in 2016 and it has an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. It's Marvel. Marvel usually does pretty well. Yeah. Um, so basically like the synopsis of the movie is Dr. Stephen Strange, who is played by our lovely Banana Cumbercuto. <laughs> Bendy Dick Cumber Benadryl Cumbersnatch. Yep. Um, life changes after a car accident robs him of the use of his hands. When traditional medicine fails him, he looks for healing and hope in a mysterious enclave. He quickly learns that the enclave is at the front line of a battle against unseen dark forces bent on destroying reality. Before long, 
Strange is forced to choose between his life of fortune and status or leave it all behind to defend the world as the most powerful sorcerer in existence. That is the synopsis that Rotten Tomatoes gave. Yeah, they don't mention that he's the most powerful in the movie. Mm, they do, because Tilda Swinton's character, the ancient one, she mentions it briefly to Mordor, I think is his name is. Mm-hmm. Briefly about how he could be the most powerful one, and she didn't want to lead another powerful one for having to go to the dark side. Because that's what happened with Caecilius. Yeah, she's talking about how he's, like, questioning. Mm-hmm. Right? How he's questioning, like, he's very powerful and very, like, learning very quickly and stuff. And how he's questioning authority, like Caecilius, right? But I don't mm-hmm. remember her ever saying that he was the most powerful at I any think... point. But he <sighs> mu- she might have. I've I've only watched it once. Yeah, I'm once. Only watched it once. Only watched it once. Okay, Sean Connery. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I. She does mention it because she doesn't want to like teach him because of the fact that she doesn't want him to turn out like Caecilius. Also, the the synopsis makes it sound like like a really happy type of movie like he's really willing to give up all this but Mm -hmm. he's really not like he's not Um, on board (laughs) no so I guess at this point um we'll just get into discussing it Mm -hmm. I did have some reviews but maybe we can like read those at the end or we, we could start with reviews if you want Okay, we can start with reviews. All right, so this one is from Max Nexus nine seven one four four, and they gave it a ten out of ten. And it says one of Marvel's best. This movie is fantastic. I truly enjoyed watching it. Unlike most other movies of Marvel franchise, there is a he- heavy emphasis on character development. This keeps audience glued to the story on a deep cellular level. The movie is littered with spiritual themes, which adds further depth to this already amazing story. Those who like movies and TV series of medical genre are in for a treat. As the title suggests, the story involves a doctor. (laughs) I also like how the story blends in and moves forward in perfect synchronization, particularly giving the complexity of the plot. Quite a tribute to the three screen screen writers. Great movie. Can't wait for the next one. Uh, this one is by Damien Phelps. Maybe related to the Phelps twins from Harry Potter. Unsure. Or Michael Phelps, the swimmer. Yeah, unsure. Uh, this one gave it a 9 out of 10 stars. And it says, the best of the Marvel Universe. This movie is a winner. Spectacular visuals creatively represented that incorporated into the story side by side with the drama of a man searching to discover all he thinks he has lost. 
I can't imagine anyone else than BC playing this role. It is perfection. It keeps moving forward with a fantastic pacing that is fast but never feels rushed. Great touches of action slash drama and humor. Staggered the sequel has been so long in coming. Yeah, Somebody gave it pretty average. When? 2016. Yeah, and it, the sequel didn't come out until now, 2022. Yep. That's a long wait, but Marvel fans usually are on board to to wait for it because, like, Doctor Strange did show up mm -hmm. all throughout the rest of the the series, like a, the other series of films. Yeah, I think that they had to do that with the way other ones fell. Yeah. You know, because, like, he makes an appearance in Thor Ragnarok. Uh, he's in both of the... And he's in Infinity War and Endgame. Um, he shows up in Sp one of the Spider-Mans. Yeah, he shows up in the new Spider-Man, No Way Home. Because mm -hmm. Peter... I'm, Peter Spoilers. goes to him for help with something, and that's all I'm going to leave it at. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is obviously, I think he gets referenced a few times in other movies, possibly. One thing I've seen is I know in Falcon and Winter Soldier, when they've got the whole like thing in New York going on, there's a girl on TikTok who makes videos and they're like, Hey, uh, Sam and Bucky are fighting these people. Do you maybe want to get involved? And the person who's like portraying, um, Doctor Strange is like, mm, no, they called me a party trip magician. I don't want to get involved. <laughs> Just him being really petty. I like when they make the jokes about wizards. Yes, I yeah. love that. It's very good. Wizards. Wizards are sorcerers without the hat or something like that. Yeah, Doctor Strange is a... Is a, is a wizard. Wizard. Yeah, no, he's a sorcerer. Like, Doctor Strange is a sorcerer. A sorcerer is a wizard without a hat. <laughs> <laughs> and Buffy's just like, what the fuck, Sam? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't, do you have notes, thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, complaints written down about the movie <laughs> you want to get into? <laughs> I have some stuff written down as I was going through. I just jotted down things as I was going. Okay. But the first thing I want to say is that the main thing that I, that kept me away from the movie in the beginning was I don't like listening to Benedict Cumberbatch talk without his British accent because his <laughs> American accent is really off-putting to me. <laughs> and that is what, I, what mainly was my biggest thing was like I don't want to listen to it <laughs> <laughs> so like I found it was like after maybe half an hour of the movie I was okay then and I was just like it was normal then it was fine <laughs> but I like Doctor Strange in the beginning of the movie was such an unlikable character mm -hmm. I hated him <laughs> Yeah, he was he very was such an ass. Yeah, he was ass. He was arrogant. Mm -hmm. Very know-it-all type of attitude. Mm -hmm. And he plays like Benedict Cumberbatch plays Sherlock. 
in mm-hmm. the in the Sherlock series, and he plays like an arrogant version of Sherlock. Like he's very arrogant. He's very like much like similar to the Doctor Strange character in the beginning, where he's this know-it-all and he's in your face and everything. But he has a charm to him in that show. Yeah, there was like no charm to Doctor Strange in the beginning, right? Like there was no likable quality at the beginning. Yeah, I think like, they did that on purpose, though. Yeah. Like, he definitely has that arc throughout the movie, where at the, mm-hmm. by the end of it, like, you start to care about him and everything. But in the beginning, you're like, this asshole. <laughs> yeah. This piece yeah. of shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, this motherfucker <laughs> is trying to show up this poor resident about his music knowledge yeah and I was like you have someone's life in your hands and you're doing like brain surgery there Mm -hmm. and you're like talking about music and stuff and it's like are you even looking at what you're doing yeah he was he was multitasking (laughs) yeah he's multitasking but do you really want someone multitasking when they're like uh, operating on your brain no, not really. I would prefer to have somebody focus because, you know, one wrong and you could lose all function and anything because mm-hmm. your brain ha- controls basically your whole body. Yeah. One wrong move and you're a vegetable. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. You're just a permanent vegetable. I did want to ask, did you get the reference in the movie to Captain America Civil War? I don't think so. Okay. I didn't write it down. Okay. Because you know the scene where he's in the car and his, I guess it's his secretary calls him. Mm-hmm. And he's giving him a list of patients that could possibly see. And he mentions the war veteran who had his spine crushed in an experimental metal suit. Oh. Yeah, that was about Rhodey. Okay. Yeah, I didn't put that together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The more you... Yeah, that's cool. I like how they do that when they throw little Mm -hmm. Easter eggs in there for other Marvel movies. Yeah, I was too excited that he got in a car crash. I was like, yeah. Melody! Yeah. (laughs) I was like, karma! He's an asshole. <laughs> I mean, he shouldn't have been texting and driving. I will say that. PSA. Looking at scans of people's brains while he was driving. PSA, listeners, don't look at scans of people's brains while driving. <laughs> <laughs> I was like watching it, and there was like thirty minutes of like this asshole, and I was like, "You're treating Christine." Rachel McAdams' character, like mm-hmm. an asshole. You're treating your colleagues like assholes, like an asshole. You're going around being this arrogant prick, mm-hmm. and you're talking in an American accent, so you have nothing going for you, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, so I find I'm him sorry, pretty attractive. I did, too, when he had a British accent. He lost all brownie points. 
when he was behaving like an asshole with an American accent. If he changed his accent, I would be okay with it. You see, I didn't think for some reason when I first, I didn't think he was British when I first saw the movie. I don't know why, even though I know he'd been in like the Desolation of Smog. Mm -hmm. And I know he voices the dragon and he's been in like the Star Trek. I think it's Into Darkness. He was in that one. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, I didn't associate in my brain that he was British. I thought he was American. Oh, have you never seen the Sherlock series? I haven't. Oh, Rachel, you need to watch it. It's amazing. I know. I have a lot of things I need to watch because I have all this free, free time now. It's so good. I think it's I think it's still on uh, Netflix. Okay, I will have to get into that then. But it's so good. He he plays such a good Sherlock, and the Sherlock Watson dynamic is amazing. So. Mm-hmm. Coming from him, watching him on that and loving him as Sherlock and then him going to this and seeing him as this character. And I was just not, and I had a shitty, shitty week as well. Mm-hmm. So I've just been like, not in a good mood <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> so I was watching it and I was like, gets to the car crash. And I was like, yeah. You deserve it, asshole. Start talking British again. Maybe this will teach you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It didn't teach him his lesson. No, spoiler Spoiler alert. alert. (laughs) He's, he's, He's still, oh, wait, what do I do if I, hang on, touch the nose to stop the jinx? Is that what it is? Okay, okay, I touched my nose. Yeah, no, car accident didn't stop him because he was still treating Christine like shit. He was treating his colleagues like shit. He was treating the physiotherapist who was helping Mm -hmm. him like shit because he's like, oh, what do you know, bachelor's degree? And part, and Mm -hmm. first of all, in order to be a physiotherapist, you need a master's degree. Just saying. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, like, my friend's husband is a physiotherapist, and you had to do a master's in science and physiotherapy. So, me. Yeah, I think you need at least a bachelor's. You need a bachelor's so you can do the master's. I don't know if it was, like, I don't, maybe it's different in the U.S. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But still, that was an asshole move. Yeah. So, you see why I was like, he got what he deserved. But, yeah. like, it's a movie, so I'm allowed to say those things. <laughs> it's true. Very true. I wouldn't say those things to real people. No, not at all. But, um, right? It didn't... I think the only change, really, after the accident was he started treating himself like shit. Yeah. He just, like, included himself in the list of people he's treating like shit. Yeah, because he had this expectation that he could get fixed and go back to his life as, like, world-renowned neurosurgeon. And obviously, you know, his hands got messed up pretty bad. Mm -hmm. So you can't really do all the things you could normally do. Yeah. And so, like, going from this, like, 
having him with the like shaking hands and all the pins in the hands and everything. I'm like surprised that at no point did he like, or no one suggested like, why not just use his like massive intellect and like ego to tell everybody else what to do, right? Because he still could be the best brain out there without having to use his hands, right? I think that's a little bit of a plot hole. I never thought about that. Right? Like, just because he can't do the operating, mm-hmm. he could do the, like, academic side of things. Yeah, like, he could be a consult. At, yeah, I never thought about yeah. that. He could be a consult at the hospital for, like, the neurosurgery department. Mm-hmm. But so, I guess there's no fame. The thing is, there's no fame in that for him. But there could have been, right? Yeah. Like, he could have been the best out there. And he could have changed mm-hmm. his career path to be like, oh, look, this is what happened to my hands. And I lost my hands. And then I reworked it. So now I'm the best mind. Right? Yeah, that's and true. He could have gotten fame by being the most highly sought after consult person, right? Like, mm-hmm. he still could have been saving lives that way and been like that like or at least had christine or someone uh suggest that to him and him shoot that down because it's not enough for him but i felt like that was like a plot hole it is i've never thought about that before and i've seen this movie multiple times yeah i think i've always just accepted like well his hands don't work yes he can't be a doctor working the healthcare setting anymore yeah, it's like, well, his hands don't work. He's fucked. He can't do anything with his life. Oh, well. And this, well, I have lived with chronic illness and disabling conditions for this long. I've accommodated myself this way, that way, all over the fucking place. So this is why I come up with shit. Mm-hmm. And I have not lived with chronic illness and or pain my whole life. So mm-hmm. I, that's probably why I was just like, well, can't do anything. <laughs> well, your hands are gone, so fuck. Which I know is, like, not a good mindset to have. But you never had to deal with it. So you didn't have to try to accommodate for it. But the same thing is, like, when you had your knee injury, when you couldn't walk on that leg or you couldn't do something, like, you would get crutches and you would start figuring out how to use the crutches and how to walk to, like, avoid the pain, Mm -hmm. right? what would be work best and how best to get up off of things or how best to accommodate stairs and work, like negotiate around things. Yeah. You figure it out. Right. Yeah. You're, if you're willing to like, if you're going to work towards something, you can figure out a way to make it work, mm-hmm. but you just have to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think it should have been addressed, especially with the movie where it's it's a Marvel movie. They they look at like they have a web so intricate of so many things of so many movies piecing together all over the place. Yeah, seems a little sloppy on that one. Yeah, maybe they they were they dropped the ball on that a mm-hmm. little bit. I can see that. Interesting. Never thought about it that way. Hmm. 
<laughs> I bring some input. You do. You always bring input. <laughs> <laughs> but not just, he deserved it. Not just, he deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> so, after, after the accident, he goes off and he's, He's like, oh, my hands, they don't work. Oh, I'm so sad. And then, um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sad. Oh, no, my hands, they're broken. The physiotherapist who he, you know, called names and was like, you bachelor's degree and tried to put him down is like, don't fucking do that. That's so mean. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he was like, I'm going to shove something in your face and be like, Hey, look, this guy that was like paralyzed and stuff and couldn't move and all that and couldn't walk ever again. He went and did something that was not medicine related and somehow can walk now. I'm going to show you that one. So he showed him a file and then Dr. Strange was like, Oh my God, I got to find out what he did. How, how did he do this? Yeah. So he went and found that guy mm-hmm. who I was surprised to recognize the actor that played him oh. I don't know the name of but he's like in a lot of like cop like crime shows oh I wonder who that yeah. actor is because I, I didn't name. Him. he's like I think he's on a show called Without a Trace I think he thinks he was but I watched so many like procedural crime shows and stuff my mom always got me into them from the time I was a kid. So I remember his face. Like, he's not, like, a big actor anymore. Mm-hmm. But he used to be on those all the time because my mom was watching reruns of all that shit constantly. When I was probably way too young to be seeing these. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason I'm fucked up. <laughs> just a tad, yeah. I was just like, but who's the murderer at eight? <laughs> Who is the murderer? Well, how could they break in? All the doors were locked, Mom. Well, how did they get in? But only 57 stab wounds? What? What? I'm only eight. I can't count that high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Buddy's like, I went to some spiritual healer thing in Nepal. And magic. Woo. Wee. Yeah, so then Dr. Strange goes on a plane and goes, woo. He goes, wee. <laughs> yeah, he goes to find Kamertage. Yes. And he's like walking around and touching all the stuff. <laughs> and it's just like going up to random people, Kamertage, and they just look at him like, excuse me? I wonder what that translates to. I don't know. Like, what if that translated to something really weird? That would be funny. Right? Like, what if it translated that to, like, stinky shoes or something? <laughs> <laughs> right? And he's just going around, stinky shoes? Stinky, stinky shoes. Stinky <laughs> and shoes. they're like, what is this guy talking about? Like, Should we call it? someone? <laughs> yes. Yes. Definitely. Interesting. Yeah, and then he gets beat up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Again, he deserved it. Yeah, Mommy's like, yes, get beat up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, he's been going around asking about stinky shoes. He deserves it. And then Mordor saves him. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of, I was like Mordor. Why are they talking about Mordor? Like fucking Lord of the Rings? Mordor? Mm-hmm. And I Googled it and it's Mordo. Yeah, I've, I've been pronouncing it wrong. But no, but they pronounce it Mordor. They're like Mordor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they say it like Mordor or mm-hmm. like Mordor. Kind of like, I don't know if they don't. I don't know how, but it sounds like Mordor. Like the fucking Lord of the Rings thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where's the Eye of Sauron? Where's that coming into it? <laughs> right? Like, are they going after that now? Yes, they are. <laughs> is that what all this is about? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, he gets into the thing and they're all like, ha we're going to teach you magic. And then they're like, ha no, get out. It's like, ha well, yeah, because he's like, there's no such thing as this. And then Tilda Swinton's like, bitch, I'm going to put you into your astral form. <laughs> yes, Tilda Swinton with her bald ass head is a little badass. She's fierce with that bald head. She really is. Yeah. And I don't know what, a, what it is about it, but every time I look at Tilda Swinton, she looks like she should be playing an alien. Yeah, I can see that. Right? I don't know if I ever saw her playing an alien or not, but every time I see her, it doesn't matter if she's in a movie or, like, doing press or anything. No matter what she's wearing, no matter what makeup she's got on, no matter what role she's in, I'm like, that woman's an alien. hmm Right? I just, I see alien every time I look at her. I'm trying to see if she's been in any movies that have aliens. I, I tried to look it up, but I was like, what alien did she play? And I couldn't find one. No, I don't think she has. She's, I mean, Chronicles of Narnia would be. Yeah, that, but that's not an alien, right? No, it's not. But every time I see her, I think alien. And I can't stop it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I see her on the red carpet and I'm like, alien. Alien. All right. And I'm like, that alien movie and I'm like what alien movie I don't know yeah I don't think she does she not look like an alien like she does right she's got like an alien look to her Mm -hmm. like I don't know how to describe it it's her face but something about her face yeah I think it's just there is something about her face, definitely. I don't know. But yeah, I don't think she's ever been in... I'm just going through her film history. I don't think she's ever been in anything that would have aliens. I don't know. Hmm. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think I ever really saw her in anything. Maybe I just saw her once and the way she had her makeup done or something, I was like, oh my god, she looks like an alien. And then my brain has just kept that and I can't get rid of it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Sometimes my brain just has stuff in it and I can't get it out. So that's that's one of those things. Just Tilda Swinton is an alien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No I matter see. when I see her. And for some reason, I, I also could not connect to her in the movie like I I did not feel like I built like an emotional connection to her or Mm -hmm. like 
strange built an emotional connection to her yeah like as like a teacher student relationship i mean technically she didn't really teach she was kind of just observing because there was other people that did the teaching like master hamir and like mordo did the teaching yeah um wong i love wong just as a side note i love wong i I did I wrote that down too. I was like, Wong is awesome. Um, but yeah, she didn't really teach. She was just kind of observing. Yeah. But how, like, and I don't know if we want to mention what happens later in the movie. I mean, we can. Like I said, if people haven't seen it and they're listening, it's your fault if you get spoiled. Like, I have okay. no story for you. Well, the ancient one dies later on. Yeah. Right? And for the amount, like, to actually build up, like, an emotion to feel like, upset that she dies and then like strange isn't able to save her and all this mm-hmm. and he's like t- gonna take her place at some point right it's yeah. like i was like i i don't feel like it's big enough like there was enough of a connection i think maybe it comes down to um him being like in the medical profession because they take the hippocratic oath Mm-hmm. to do no harm and maybe he felt like he had an obligation because of that to try and save her even if he didn't have that deep of connection with her mm-hmm. you know because think about it I mean it turned out she was drawing powers from the dark dimension like she was drawing powers from Dormammu mm-hmm. which that's a name yeah that's a weird ass name yep but you know she kind of lied to him so I could I can't see how he would have been like okay yeah she lied to me but I'm still gonna you know mm-hmm. trust her or whatever he was gonna do just seemed kind of yeah and yeah. maybe it's just maybe it's just that like it wasn't supposed to be like a emotional mm-hmm. connection thing right that it was supposed to be that just supposed to be that he you know got you know introduced to Mm -hmm. all this because of that you know that community and that and her yes but Mm -hmm. she she's not really an emotional connection to him as much it's just like that little scene that they have where they're both like astral projecting and talking mm-hmm. is supposed to be this like little emotional scene. I kind of wish that they had a scene before that where they had a little like heart to heart talk. Yeah. Beforehand, like while they were back in the, uh, in the place in Nepal. Yeah. Yeah. If they had like a talk then that was more like emotional yeah because they didn't really have any deep talks so that did kind of seem very odd for him to be like oh you're astral projection i'm an astral projected like we're gonna have this conversation and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take over your role as sorcerer supreme because even though i didn't want to do this because i killed that one of the zealots and i was like i can't do this but now i'm like yeah i guess i can do this yeah 
um, yeah. I think one of, um, so I guess, because we've already mentioned Wong. I love Wong. I do. I love him so much, too. He's so, he's so good. Uh, he's so funny. He's so lovable. Mm-hmm. I love the dynamic between him and Strange. It's so good. Right. And I, I love the change in Strange. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, I do like how it, like, he did have to start off as this complete asshole to mm-hmm. make the change to this, like, better person by the end of things. Mm-hmm. And the way he was self-sacrificing there at the end, right? Because mm-hmm. that had to be this complete 180 from where he was. Yeah, he's kind of got the similar um, transformation as Tony. You know, because Tony started off mm-hmm. as arrogant and kind of the same as Doctor Strange, which is why they butt, I think they butt heads a lot in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Because they're both, they have very strong personalities and they're very similar in their personalities. Yeah. And Um, they're both highly intelligent and kind of arrogant. And they're trying to like, I think, get a handle on their own arrogance to the point like of controlling it and, you know, making it work for them. Yeah. But they they can't, I I think their egos get in the way of them sometimes. Oh, definitely. Because there's a, there's even a line in Infinity War where Strange says to Tony, like, are you incapable of letting your ego go for one goddamn second? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I also love how Wong now loves Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Him sitting there in, like, the library and you just hear, what? You can see, like, the slight head nod to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wong, I don't know if you've seen um, uh, Shang-Chi yet. No, not yet. Wong makes an appearance in that movie. <laughs> I'll have to watch it just to see Wong. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Also, I will say that movie in general, like, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Um, so... One of my favorite scenes in Doctor Strange is with um, when he's at the, I think it's the London Sanctum, and Caecilius and the Zealots show up, mm-hmm. and he's like, you, your name, he's like, Strange, Mr. Strange, he's like, Doctor Strange, Mr. it's like, Mr. Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, Strange, he's like, it is strange. Yes. It is strange. Yes, and he calls him Mister Doctor. <laughs> I found that really that interaction really funny. Where he's like Mister Doctor. Yeah, I liked some of that comedic stuff coming in. Mm-hmm. I also like the cape when the cape comes out, and oh, the yeah. cape starts doing stuff. Yeah, and the cape starts getting in on some of the comedic moments. Like there's a part where at near the end of the movie that like really close to the end, actually that uh, strange is crying and the cape is wiping his tears. And then strange is like swatting at it. He's like, yeah, stop, he's it. Like, stop, it. stop it. Stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I also like at one point where 
Strange is going to run to a different weapon, but the cape's trying to pull him back to that cage yeah. that he traps Kaecilius in, and he's trying to run, and he's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, the cloak, that is... The cloak is levitation. <laughs> yeah, that cloak has got such a personality, and I, I fucking it. loved it. It's so good. Like, when it flew over the zealot's face and was, like, flopping around. <laughs> Oh, I love the cloak. I also, on the zealots, like the eye makeup that they mm-hmm. did, that makeup looked so cool. It did. Yeah. And like the whole visual effects for the movie was probably one of my favorite parts. Mm-hmm. Like the makeup that they had on the on the zealots was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And the visual effects of all going into the mirrored dimensions and like mm-hmm. the magic stuff was really, really cool. And in the mirror dimensions and how they moved all of the like all of the stuff like all the buildings and stuff Mm -hmm. that was wicked yeah those things were amazing i fucking loved it yeah it reminded me a lot of um like you know there was stuff moving like that in harry potter movies yeah with the staircase and everything Yeah. yeah like the staircase and like how um sirius black's house yeah. Remember how that would move, like, to appear between two other houses? Mm-hmm. Like, the buildings would move apart? hmm It reminded me of that, but on this, like, bigger, grander scale of, like, all these buildings moving and, like, shifting and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that was probably my favorite part, just, like, visually to watch this movie was, like, amazing. I wish I could have saw it on a big screen, because that would have been amazing. Yeah, there's one thing a lot of the reviews have in common is they all talk about how the visual effects are fantastic. And I have to agree because, like, mm-hmm. the mirror dimension and just, like, when they're doing the stuff with the sling ring and, like, they have to mm-hmm. make a weapon or when he's got the Eye of Agamotto, a.k.a. the Time Stone, and he's doing mm-hmm. stuff like that. And even, like, one of at the end of the movie when he's up with Dormammu and like that whole sequence yeah, was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Zealot's eye makeup is pretty fleek. It's like, welcome to 2016 Jenna's ratchet salon. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna's ratchet salon 2.0. Mm-hmm. I love how Christine, when she heard him come back, like Christine, she's like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> she's like I don't want to see you <laughs> go away leave me alone <laughs> she's like please I love how the the one thing he kept though was the watch that had the inscription on it from her yeah yeah I really like that even though the watch got broken and stuff I do love how he mm-hmm. kept that because it means that yeah. he has a little bit of a heart yeah, that he has a heart. Mm-hmm. And I also kind of liked that they didn't actually have a kiss. So did I, yeah. Yeah, that they had that scene where you think they're like about to kiss near the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And they had a cheek kiss instead of a full-on kiss. And I was like, that feels right for yeah. this movie. Because if they had just like made the, made out and been like, oh yeah, everything's fine, right? Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have felt right. Like, this their relationship had not progressed enough to be like oh yeah we're getting together yeah 
I do like it, especially because they were leading in, and then it was like Dr. Palmer to the OR, and she was like, mm-hmm. she had to go. She's like, yeah, I gotta go because you know I still have this thing called a job, even though you don't have a job anymore. I do. Yeah, <laughs> you're like a magic wizard man. You're a wizard, Harry, um, but I'm a doctor. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, that's one of my favorite, obviously, because he's tattooed on my body, but that's one of mm-hmm. my favorite of the movies. I really enjoy it. It's one of the ones that I can watch over and over and not get sick of. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, there's like, it's a perfect balance, I think, of like the comedy moments and like the seriousness and they have good character development. Yeah, he does go on a full journey mm-hmm. of that. And and Wong, I really wish Wong had more time on screen. Mm-hmm. I just, I loved Wong. I want more Wong. Yeah, like I said, Wong is in Shang-Chi, and he's also in the new Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, Endgame and yeah. Infinity War. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want more Wong. And I imagine Wong will be in the new, the new Doctor Strange. He is. I've seen him in the trailer. Mm-hmm. which is exciting and there's also a guy on tiktok who could be um bombledom common cues twin <laughs> <laughs> and he went to the red carpet premiere of multiverse of madness and him and wong got a picture together oh and then he got a picture with benedict mm-hmm. um but yeah no, Wong is good. And when Wong laughs at the end. Yeah, and the the whole time, right? He's not reacting to any of Strange's jokes. Mm-hmm. And then he has to crack up at the end. Because <laughs> he makes I can't what I can't remember the exact joke he makes, but it's something no, about He said um that the warnings on the spells yeah. are after. Right? Because he said it earlier, like when he got caught by Wong. He yeah. was trying to look, he was trying to put back the spell that Cassilius stole, mm-hmm. right? And he wanted to know what it said. And Wong caught him and then he was like, don't you know about the risks? And he's like, they should really put those in the front, right? Before yeah. the spells, not after. So he didn't read that far. But yeah. then he said the same thing there. He was like, they should really put the risks I think he said, like, you really should have read the warnings. They come after the spell. Yeah. And then, yeah, Wong started laughing. And Wong just cracked up. (laughs) That is so funny. (laughs) And they were just like, what? One thing, um, in the cut scene, like the end, the after credit (laughs) scene, the one with Mordor, Mordor, Mm -hmm. whatever the fucking name is, Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to figure out where he would get picked up again because mm-hmm. he goes after the guy that could walk again by yeah. the magic mm-hmm. and tries to and steals his magic. Yeah, and says there's there's too many sorcerers. Yeah, in the world, right? And I was like, oh, that's interesting because he just turned his back on the sorcerers and stuff mm-hmm. because of learning about the ancient one using the dark magic or using the forbidden shit and and 
I was trying to figure out where he would be picking up. And in my Googling, apparently he's one of the um, kind of nemesises of Strange in the comic books. Mm-hmm. But I, he hasn't shown up in a movie yet. So I think um, I've seen him in the trailer for the new one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Because I, I think that would be a really interesting, um, like, next step for Doctor mm. Strange, right? Because having him deal with the whole Avengers situation with the end game and everything and dealing with Thanos was mm-hmm. a whole shit show of a situation. But the dealing with, like, his own kind of like politics in his own kind of sphere. Mm-hmm. I think that would be interesting because I, I liked Mordor as a character. Yeah, I did too. And I wanted to know more about his background of like, why, why was he so upset about that? Right. Cause he I talked about like fighting his demons and stuff. Just had that looked up. Um, yeah, so I'm on a page on Wikipedia. It's a um, list of all the Marvel characters. Mm-hmm. And it says that the Ancient One notes that Mordo's strength must be balanced by Strange, since Mordo is unable to recognize the need for moral flexibility and compromise. Mm-hmm. Um, so he comes to believe that all magic perverts... <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And disrupts the natural order, thus causing him to set out to stop others from using it. By using it. Yeah. That's the ironic situation, right? Yeah. I will stop you all from using magic by using magic. Yes, because he's, yeah, he, Mortar Laser visits Master Jonathan Pangborn, that's the name of the guy. Mm-hmm. And steals the energy he uses to walk, stating that the world has too many sorcerers. Mm-hmm. So I think his thing is he is unable to recognize that things are not black and white. Mm-hmm. You know, like things are great. We've discussed this before, I think, on the Deadpool episode or maybe another one where we've talked about how... Yeah, it's moral, it's moral gray because we talked about Steve Rogers sees things as black and white. Yeah. And Deadpool sees morality as gray. And like that's one that's basically what that's saying is Mordor is unable to understand that sometimes you have to make bad decisions for the greater good, which is what the ancient one did by drawing power from Dormammu. Mm-hmm. And he can't wrap his head around that. I think it mentions it has to do something with his trauma of some sort. Yeah. Um, Let me see what it says. Fictional... doesn't really give much I said he was a Transylvanian nobleman 
in the, this must be in the comics, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Apparently in the comics, it looks like Mordor tried to kill the Ancient One. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Very, very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now I just need to be able to see the second Doctor Strange. Same. Yeah. When when will this be on streaming platforms? I don't have a movie theater. Um, it will probably be. I ask um, you like you know. Yeah, You're in like, charge of it. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm the one who decides when it goes on streaming platforms. Yeah, um, it's only your decision. I think because it's still in theaters because it just came out the beginning of this month. Mm -hmm. Um, So it will probably be a while before it's in theaters. I, I'm debating if I, I think I might go see it in theater. I might be able to, but it involves traveling, like yeah. four hours away, and setting that up, and or maybe so work. Maybe if it's like on, um, if I can rent it through Cineplex when it comes out. But I don't, I don't want to do the same thing I had to do with Spider Man to avoid spoilers. So I might just go. I might go see it. I know I have I have some friends up here that want to go see it because we're all really into Marvel. I know Lauren has mm -hmm. mentioned she wants to go see it, so we'll probably do that at some point. Mm -hmm. um, and so there was two post-credit scenes, obviously, because Marvel does us yeah. like that. Um, the one with Thor is funny because it's <laughs> literally the beginning scene of like Thor Ragnarok. It's basically they just cut and copy. <laughs> they had the exact same conversation because I was watching Thor Ragnarok before we started and it's the exact same conversation like oh so we help I help you find your father you'll go back to Asgard and Thor's like mm, yes we'll go back to Asgard <laughs> He's like, perfect I know where he is let's go <laughs> yeah and Thor being like so Earth has wizards now mm-hmm <laughs> Very good, very good, very good. Yeah. It's strange looking back on it and seeing Thor as he was. Yeah, it's strange seeing him with long hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Thor, have you seen the trailer for Thor Love and Thunder? No. Oh. I've seen, like, little, um, not clips, but pictures of it mm -hmm. but i haven't seen the trailer i didn't realize there was a trailer yeah, the, the trailer came out a few weeks ago i have just been in under a rock apparently i mean you live on the rocks and that makes sense yeah apparently i went under it mm -hmm. yeah there's a trailer out for thor love and thunder so Looks is great. natalie portman in it or have i just been seeing random I'm shit pretty sure she is Okay, because I've been seeing pictures of her in, like, a costume with a hammer. Yeah, she is. And I was like, like, fan-made shit? Nope, she's in it, because um, the Guardians of the Galaxy people are in it, too. 
Is Groot? Uh, yeah, Groot's in it. I love Groot. <laughs> Drax the Destroyer. Nebula. Is Rocket? Yes. If Groot and Rocket are in it, mm-hmm. then that's all I really care about for Guardians apparently of the Galaxy. The Grand, apparently the Grand Master makes an appearance. Oh? Yeah. Wait, who's the Grand Master? Jeff Goldblum. Oh! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I forgot what he was called. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Um... Yeah, Groot and Rocket are in it. Apparently, Zeus is in it. Do we know who Zeus is? Um, Russell Crowe plays Zeus. Has he been in it before? Like, no, in a movie? No, like he has. That's new. I'm confused because that's different mythology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, we can do yeah. that. Yeah, you have to look up. Um. Yeah, the, the Greeks and the Vikings, they they were just hanging out. Didn't you know that? No, I did not. They hung out a lot. I didn't know that. But yeah, so you need to look at that trailer. There's also an, a trailer for a She-Hulk that came out. This sounds like fan fiction. <laughs> it's not. It sounds like fan fiction. It's so, not. It doesn't sound real. <laughs> But yeah, there's a trailer for She-Hulk, which looks good. Uh, Banner, like, our lovely Banner, makes an appearance. Like Thor, Love and Thunder sounds yeah. like fan fiction. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it sounds like someone decided to write a, an erotic romance novel for Thor, right? <laughs> and then She-Hulk sounds like a gender swapped fan fiction. Of the Hulk. No, I think uh, She-Hulk, I think her and actual Hulk are cousins. Okay. Fan fiction. Yeah, right she's um, Bruce Banner's cousin. Yeah, Bruce Banner's cousin. Now, which one of the Avengers does she fall in love with? I don't think any of the I'll tell you other... this is fan fiction. <laughs> it doesn't say. I don't think any of the... Tell me where it's on fanfiction.net. Okay. <laughs> this is where it is. I know where it is. Are they filming fan fiction now? They did with Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't know, man. They might be. They might be doing it with Marvel. They did it with Twilight. Now they're going to do it with Marvel. No. 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 I, I refuse. I refuse. I'm sorry. Would you like to see someone dressed up as Thor fucking someone? <laughs> I'm not going to dignify them. <laughs> I know the answer, even though you won't say it. <laughs> not dignifying that with a response <laughs> many people would pay okay if, if no one's doing it i'm proposing it right now and i'd like to patent this as an idea so if anyone does it they have to pay me right now hbo would definitely pick this up i would like to propose the marvel characters in erotic movies there's okay 
I'm I'm saying this and will not confirm nor deny that I've been on this website. There's probably <laughs> some porn videos with these characters. I am talking about real licensed ones from Marvel though. You're talking about like 365 days you lost baby girl type of movie. What the fuck did you just say? Have you not seen 365 days? No. Oh. Alright, it's on Netflix. Um, Fifty Shades Walked so that movie could run. Okay, I've never even seen the Fifty Shades ones. Fifty Shades movies are trash. Yes, that's why I haven't seen them. I've seen them. When the Fifty Shades first book came out, I read, like, almost, not even the first half of of it. I was like, I'm sorry. They didn't give the protagonist a fucking personality. No. So, and, like, not reading this anymore. So I refuse to have any part of that series. No, it's bad. But 365 Days is, yeah. Oof, the first one, anyways. The second one is trash. But, yeah. This is not a a porn podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... That idea. (laughs) (laughs) Not that we're making it. Just that if someone does, they have to pay us. Yeah, they have to pay us royalties because we said it here first. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Porn <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, legit though, there actually are those. Sorry, we, we can't patent that. I did uh-huh. hear about that before. Yeah. Do you know the comedian Taylor Tomlinson? Yes. Yeah. She posted about how someone had given, told her to get into audio porn. Oh, no. Because apparently that, because uh, she said she didn't like porn and she's never, apparently she doesn't masturbate correctly, <laughs> according to her friends at brunch. So to make sure that, you know, she could, you know, be better at brunch, they told her to um, listen to audio porn. <laughs> and <laughs> she started playing it in one of her Instagram videos. And the first, like, half that she played on there was a it was like the story of it and it's apparently you're in a car wreck and a guy is just trying to calm you down and it's basically like talking you through like the insurance will take care of everything don't worry about it but like it wasn't anything sexual it was just like talking about how there wasn't going to be any liability and like the insurance would take care of everything and all this. How uh, is that supposed to turn you off? <laughs> um, <laughs> you won't get any demerits on your license. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, your insurance premiums aren't going to go up because of this. Uh, it's a no-fault thing. You were totally not at fault. You weren't even driving. Don't worry it's about okay. it. It's okay. Your car's going to get written off, and we're going to get you a nice, shiny new one. Yeah, sit down here. It'll be totally fine. Why don't you sit on my lap? 
No, it wasn't even like that. It was, there was nothing sexual about it at all. It was really ridiculous. You oh. might as well have been on the phone with an insurance claims adjuster. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. All right. Wow. We got off the rails in this one. Holy shit. Yeah. Well, it's in the title, Strange. Yeah, very true. Do you have any final thoughts about Strange? Better than an insurance salesman trying to get you off. (laughs) Five stars out of five. (laughs) I mean... I'm just gonna say it. I have this this thought. I'm just gonna say, I bet you Strange wouldn't get you off in the bedroom. He seems too selfish for that. But I'm sure it was better than an insurance salesman. (laughs) He wouldn't be like, Your car is gonna be fine. He'd be like, You wanna hear about your car's extended warranty? (laughs) Talk about our premium plus package. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. So strange would be like, look what I can do with my shaky hands. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, he wouldn't even need to use his actual hands, he'd just be able to like use his sorcerer powers. He'd be like, look, Rachel, no hands. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't uh, die on me. Oh, I can't die. Not like this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this is our movie episode for Doctor Strange. I think we need to rein this in because we're going off the rails. Mm-hmm. Like his uh, car over the... Yeah. Yep. Like his car just into the ditch. Mm-hmm. Because he was looking at brain scans and driving. And being a bitch. Yeah, being a bitch. Um, yeah, this was our movie. Watch for May. Uh, we have not decided on a movie for June yet. So if you have any suggestions, you can drop them in our socials and Melanie what are our socials our socials are on social media yeah where you can find them yeah so on Facebook we are inconsistently consistent and on I feel like that wasn't right is it right that's, that's right yeah okay yeah I need approval I need validation right <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram we are at inconsistent podcast one yep okay yep got that one and then uh it's been a while since we recorded so it's I'm I'm doing well I think you are okay. you are doing very well and then um our email that you can reach us at is uh inconsistent 
at gmail.com yeah if you have any movie suggestions or if you've watched Doctor Strange and you have any thoughts drop them our way um, if you have any suggestions for episode ideas in general you can drop them our way uh, if you have any friends who might like this podcast, why not tell them about it, share it, like and review on your podcast platform that helps with our engagement. And I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's about it. So bye. Bye.